welcome back. It's the big, it's the moment. <laughs> We're inside. Um, the energy is fucking unreal. I gotta say. We're a lot of energy. Everyone's palms are sweating almost as much as mine are right now. <laughs> yeah, Will's really feeling the back of his teeth right now. <laughs> I'm, guys, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I am. I'm hanging out in the, the bathroom. <laughs> I'm coming up and I'm too scared to go back outside. Yeah. yeah. We're doing, I'm, I'm going method for this year's Oscars. Like our last last year when we talked about it, we highlighted one of our favorite uh, group of attendees being uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Right. And the way that they came to the Oscars with a little help from some psychedelia. Um, so I've gone method this year, and that's what I'm... So this is for the cause, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Will's on meth. I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm eating chips and having salsa from. You know, shout out uh, Farmers Pride Produce on uh, Chicago. It's pretty good there. I must say, they okay. do some good stuff. Uh, the salsa, the spicy salsa, delicious. Pretty good. You tell me. <laughs> Wait for it. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Not bad. It's no Taco Bell, but it does okay. Yeah. All right, I got to put my phone away. Sorry, my friend took um, vegetable-based dick pills, and he's updating me on how it's going. (laughs) (laughs) Plant-based dick pills. Says he's listening to Doobie Brothers right now, waiting for the erection to start. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Let's pull. Wow. There's I don't I mean for me personally there's nothing that could make me less horny than Doobie Brothers but I don't I know. A good challenge then though for the dick pills to see if they can overcome Doobie Brothers. You don't think Michael McDonald's voice is going to do it for you? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, fair. Well, okay. anyway, so the Doobie Brothers have just finished the opening number here at the Oscars 2020. Yeah. Billy Crystal just did a fun thing where he's popping up in all the nominees movies this year. <laughs> and he's in, he's inserted himself. He's the guy behind the shower curtain. And uh, he's like, no. And then it's Mad Damon. And he's like, do you want a squeegee? <laughs> when we used to get shit like that. As stupid as it we was. didn't know how good we had it. Yeah, truly. So. Here we are. Everyone's sitting down. Uh, Chris Rock. Oh, wait, no. It's not Chris Rock anymore. It's Regina Hall, Wanda Sykes, and Amy Schumer are all on stage. Mm-hmm. They're trading jokes. They're yep. probably making fun of some of the uh, people there in mm-hmm. a very nice way. Yeah, we're super light, though, because we don't want to actually hurt anyone's feelings. They're probably going to be like, Marty, chill out about Spider-Man. <laughs> and he's in the crowd like, well, yeah, yeah, you know. A lot of chortling is happening. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now we have brought out um, second-class citizen Rachel Zegler for <laughs> presenting the first award. And we're just going to go in order of how I have it here on my computer. See if we have a name. 
I should probably plug in the computer that's about to die. And okay, here's what I have. Writing original screenplay. Oh, all right. Let me <laughs> slide up. <laughs> Mine's in a different order than yours. We could have coordinated this, but uh, it's fine. But you know, I figured this way it's at the beginning beginning and then we can get back to best picture so it's not all stacked up oh yeah no no we're we're all good all right original screenplay do you want to read this one yeah sure the nominees are <clears throat> belfast don't look up now can you say who I, you do it like the president wait i didn't put the thing i have doesn't say who it is okay well while you do that i will this is how it's done here are the nominees for writing of the best original screenplay. <laughs> Belfast, written by Kenneth Branagh. Don't Look Up, screenplay by Adam McKay, story by Adam McKay and David Sirota. King Richard, written by Zach Bailey. Licorice Pizza, written by Paul Thomas Anderson. And The Worst Person in the World, written by Eskil Dutlov. Escalvoked <laughs> and Joaquin Trier hmm. or Joaquin Trier too hard. <laughs> I'm getting a raise. <laughs> so, what will this is for everyone at home who is desperate to win their office pool? Uh, to get the uh, gift card that's up for grabs. Um, let's help the people out. What do you think is going to take uh, this coveted award? You know, I would say um, until some very smart marketing from the folks at Neon Pictures who put out Worst Person in the World. Yeah. Um, until they last week made the announcement that worst person in the world will indeed be entering the criterion collection. Uh, I would have said that this without a doubt went to don't look up. So they had one comedic thing, right? If they want to show some levity, they want to pretend that uh, they're making fun of themselves. And they also want to pretend that they're not all conservatives. <laughs> so I would have said without a doubt, this goes to don't look up because it's the ultimate virtue signal of the night. Um, you know, it's, we're all laughing at ourselves, yada, yada, yada. We're just like you and that kind of thing. But I think worst person in the world is going to sweep some shit. So I would say personally, I would be grabbing a new ballot and changing it from don't look up to worst person in the world. What do you think? No, I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> I'm thinking... Okay. It's, it's a spicy salsa. Um, this is, you know, just for like fun, I'm going to say don't look up. And I have a reason why. Because okay. one, I want to go disagree with you. And mm -hmm. two, I think worst person, hmm, worst person in the world is really like popping right now. Yeah. And that they sealed the deal with the criterion announcement. And I'm sure they rushed it. Man, you present a good case here. Yeah. Ew. Um, 
There's so many burps on so many episodes. (laughs) I should. No, I'm just kidding. It's healthy to burp and fart. I just don't because I have a uh, a problematic compulsion to not let things out of my body that are unhealthy for it. So good on you, John. Thank you. I live in the in the light. Um, (laughs) I'm in the light tonight. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's true. Um, All right. Probably worst person in the world, but. You know what? Take a risk. It's gonna. It could be. Don't look up to just because. Like I think. Yeah, that could be the only thing. Don't look up really has going for it is it's uh, quote unquote witty. Uh, yeah. Well, it, ma- it makes them all feel good because I mean it's kind of the ultimate, kind of the ultimate Hollywood movie, because they all truly do think they've they've made some like scathing joke about about the the evil right-wing people and billionaires controlling everything, even though it's all of them also. Um, yeah. And it's also just horribly lame. Oh, it's just a, you know, steaming piece of shit movie, so. Yeah. Perfect. There were, like, a couple of scenes I was like, that's kind of funny. But, yeah, I mean, it does feel like an overlong SNL skit or, like, on par with when Stephen Colbert had Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi on for that skit. Yeah. Um, okay. Or, well. or you're totally wrong, and it is on par with Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> Do you think there's any chance that we're totally off here and one of the other three could pull it out? Mm, no. I mean, I just don't think Licorice Pizza is going to get much. No. And I well, did... did did Alana co-write it also? Does she get a credit for that or is it just yeah, it's just it's just PTA? Yeah, I don't think King Richard's gonna do it because that I don't even remember what I saw with King Richard. I can't say <laughs> I thought it's it was a, a bad it's a paint movie. by numbers. No, yeah, it's I a, just was like yeah, it's a paint by numbers, you feel good, you feel bad, everything works out. Told a story that everyone wants to hear about, you know, not bad. I've got I've got no beef with King Richard, but I also will never ever think about it again, except for I really like uh, Will Smith's posture and the dentures that he wore to get the voice right. I enjoyed that. The dentures are cool. <laughs> um, Belfast. I, no, I don't. I don't know. I only say that just because early on it was like, like that was being touted as the front runner by a bunch of dweebs online. So, well, I think then everyone watched it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do we want to even talk about it yet? Let's wait. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Keep the listeners on the hook. Um, okay. So I guess we've come down to, it's probably going to be worst person in the world. Yeah. Probably worst person, but don't look up does have to win one thing because they do have to feel good about laughing at themselves. Is it nominated for anything else? Mm. Maybe not. Shit. Or wait, no, it's up for like fucking best picture, isn't it? (laughs) It is, but it won't win that. No. Okay. Um, So maybe, all right. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, this is so hard. Actually, this okay, is so hard. Um, maybe, maybe don't look up. We'll take it here just because it definitely won't win Best Picture. But they do yeah. probably want to give it something. So they might give it to this unless we sweep worst person. All right. I'm going to say for sure it's don't look up just to lock in my vote. Okay. Um, I'll, go, I'll go worst person because worst person also checks the boxes of a lot of this kind of shit where it's the kind of supposed art house movie that 
uh, its goal is to make you think you're really pushing yourself and journeying outside of like what a normal person would watch right. and enjoy. Um, and so it ticks those boxes too, along with all the heat it's getting just, you know, from all the smart promotion and stuff. Um, so I'll take worst person. Okay. I think the worst person is going to sweep in another category, but. Well, what's up next? Writing an adapted screenplay. Not Anne, I guess. It's just writing an adapted screenplay. Um, Coda, screenplay by Sean Hedder. Drive My... Is it Sean? I don't know. Who gives a shit? Drive My Car, screenplay by Ryusuke Hamaguchi and Takamasa Ogo. I think that's how you say that. Uh, Dune, screenplay by... Whoa, John Spates, Spats, Spats, uh, <laughs> and Eric Roth. The Lost Daughter, written by Maggie Gyllenhaal. And finally, Power of the Doge, written <laughs> by Jane Campion. Well, I think we're going to be turning her name to Jane Champion by the end yeah. of the evening. Okay, I finally have it now that you finish it. Okay, you can do the next one then. Um, All right, so we're doing, yeah, writing adapted screenplay. All right, um, it's a zero, zero challenge here for me on what's going to win, but you want to go first on this one? Yeah, it's going to be Power of the Doge. No. Really? You think it's going to be Coda? Yep. Because they have to do one that, there has to be at least one movie that truly only exists to make you feel good about yourself and that you're contributing to an underrepresented uh, group of people on film. And since, as we talked about a little on the last episode, Power of the Doge does not go full tilt boogie into its queer uh, subtext or text, however you want to look at it, um, I say we're definitely coded here. Because again, the the voters need to feel good about um, doing a story, having a story involved um, about deaf people. Okay, and I, I mean, and that's you know that is a <clears throat> again like um, we'll get into it how I feel about the movie, but it is a masterclass I would say in how to make a movie like that to guarantee your Oscar noms. Yeah. Oh, I mean. There's another guarantee at work here, and that's money. But I don't think it matters on this one, because there has to be one. Well, let's just point out that Apple spent a record amount of money acquiring Coda yeah. from the Sundance Film Festival. Yeah. And I'm sure spent a lot of money promoting it paying publicists, doing, taking trade ads, you know, media shit. So, and my mom asked about it. So it has everyone weeping, you know. Um, and yeah, and I don't think Netflix is worried about this category for Power of the Doge. So I, yeah. I, I, I go Coda. Okay, I'll go Coda too, actually. I agree. Yep. And I will, I got to shout out the only... <laughs> In my opinion, there's only one screenplay here that I truly think is the dirt. Yeah. That, that would be The Lost Daughter. Uh-huh. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah. Um, all I know is it made, 
I talked about it with my father and he was like, it made me feel guilty. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I think he just was like, wow, it made me think about being a parent. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Well, never, never late than never. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out to the the eleventh uh, uh, hour dads everywhere. You're going to be making calls after watching the Lost Daughter. <laughs> I am. At, I'll be watching the Oscars with my father, actually. Oh shit! All right. I'll be in Kansas City. Yep. Oh. Um. Okay. All right. So we've locked in Coda. Yeah, locked in. Yeah, Coda for sure. Because it. Because also Coda. Can't win Best Picture, so it's got to win here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. Um, okay. You want to take the, you want to take visual effects? Oh, I'd, I'd love to. This is a long one, so I can get some chips in. <laughs> <clears throat> the nominees for Best Visual Effects are Dune. Paul Lambert, Tristan Miles, Brian Connor, and Gerd Nefter. Free Guy, uh, <laughs> Swen Gilberg. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. Nikos Kaladzidis Kaladzi- uh, and Dan's. <laughs> oh, this name's awesome. <laughs> Dan Suddick. His name is Suddick. Yeah. He do be Suddick. <laughs> yep. Shout out to whatever life you had to live. Dan, Honestly, Dan. all those <laughs> names. For the Swin Gilbert is just very funny. I don't know why. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> no time to die. Charlie Noble, Joel Green, Jonathan Faulkner, and Chris Corbold. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Christopher Townsend, Joe Farrell, Sean Noel Walker, and Dan Oliver. And the most slept on movie in the history of film, Spider-Man No Way Home, Kelly Port, Chris Wagner, Scott Edelstein, and... <laughs> He's back! Wait, two movies this year? <laughs> Dan's a dick. He comes back again. Yeah, to be sadicking, it's really sadicking to uh, get all of these jobs. I wonder if that's ever happened in visual effects, though. A visual effects guy sucking dick to get a job. No, I just meant two in the same year. Please let me let me animate <laughs> this uh, web between the buildings. I'll I'll, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Yeah, well, I imagine just finished working on Free Guy and was like, guys, I'm really close to the edge here. You got anything for me? And they're like, well, we have, again, a movie that will not be appreciated. Dan Suddick. Good Lord. (laughs) This poor dude, yeah. For all y'all listening, his last name is literally (laughs) S-U-D-I-C-K. Unless you think I'm making fun of someone for Dick and their last name. (laughs) I am, and I'm okay. It's okay that I do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I also went through uh, first grade and had to put up with my last name. So. <laughs> All right. Who do you who do you, who do you see taking it here? Mm, well, I guess. But I'm, hmm. 
I, in a perfect world, I'd love to see Free Guy walk away. <laughs> Did you watch that movie? No. I will say it didn't make me want to die as bad as I thought it would. Um, and it did have some kind of funny moments, but sorry, Dan, the effects are not good. <laughs> okay, well, we know Free Guy's not going to get it. You know what? I think we all know it's going to take it. It's probably the, the Spider-Man. Yeah, even though I, I do not think it should. Yeah, what and do you I, think had better visual? Well, it's weird. It's weird for me to even care about this but i will say part of what i won't i'm a spoiling since you haven't watched it and you should part of what actually got me so much with dune is that i've become so numb to visual effects because of the the again continuous onslaught of marvel movies where the effects are routinely fucking terrible despite how much money they spend like it never it never looks, you know, obviously it doesn't look realistic, but it also doesn't look like anything interesting. It just looks bad. They always look funky and like shitty and bodies don't move right. Watching Dune, part of what got me and pulled me so hard into the world was that after I'd say a good like 95% of that movie, the effects straight up made me feel like I was a little kid watching movies in a theater again and being amazed at like seeing a different world that I never experienced. So I truly think like Dune's effects were fucking sick. I'm going to take your word on that. And oh, I will. You're really good. You're probably right. Dune will take it then because. I don't think it will. I think it should. I think Spider-Man will oh. because of, because of the fucking hullabaloo. <laughs> Cause, yeah. the stupid, Cause they'll give Spider-Man something just to shut everyone the fuck up. Unless Spider-Man gets this. I guess it'll get the new award. Yeah. Do you, okay, think, so, Steph, do you think Steph's going to shut up? Yeah. So I get, okay. Well, I, ho- I, I hope it goes to Dune as it, as it should. You know what? I hope it goes to Dune too. Uh, for I based off nothing other than I just don't want it to go to Marvel uh, or Disney. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I would love for it not to go to them. And again, truly just to highlight that somehow with having, I guess at this point, what, the biggest budgets in movie history, probably? But don't you think that, yeah, but don't you think maybe if I'm big brain at Disney and I own ABC and I'm trying to figure this out, maybe, and I'm just thinking here, and that's something I don't do a lot of, (laughs) Shang-Chi gets it because you you are like, you're getting the, you know, it's, another movie that you can say two marvel movies won this year well i don't think i think you're seeing it the wrong way they're shang chi wins it for diversity points if it wins well i was gonna say that but i didn't want to explain why yeah no i mean it's true it's true like any i didn't want people to figure out that you know (laughs) well the more yeah the more the more diversity checkpoints they can hit you know so that's a possibility okay actually yeah because i mean we gotta lock it in Okay, yeah, because visual effects is usually a throwaway and only for, like, some sort of, you know, uh, Tinseltown points. So I'll go with Shang-Chi. Okay. That could be it. I'll go with Spider-Man just because I think that... Why? I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like because it was the most money-making movie of the year, they want to maybe load it up. Sure. And also... I don't know. What did they like de-age Willem Dafoe or Alfred Molina in it or something? I don't know. 
What did they? I have no idea. I mean, like, I do know that, that for Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, they CGI'd their masks on their face. Oh, I noticed that. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, Marvel is exceptional at terrible special effects work. Sorry, Dan. It could be. Well, honestly, the only name I recognize in all these years of like special effects shit is Scott Edelstein. So I'm going to, without looking anything up, I'm going to blame Scott for everything I hate about Marvel visual effects. Okay. So Scott Edelstein. (laughs) Scott Edelstein. What's up next? Um, Okay. Did we lock that in? Okay. We did. Yeah. Um, Sound. I'll take this one. You can, we'll just switch off. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Sound. (laughs) (laughs) Belfast. Denise Yard. Simon Chase, James Mather. Do your your Belfast accent. Oh, yeah, good. All right. Yeah, here's our guest presenter, Buddy, from Belfast. Okay, we go Belfast. Denise Yard, Simon Chase, James Mather, Neve Abiri, Dune, Mac Ruth, Mark Mangini, Theo Green, Doug Emper, and Ron Bartlett. Oh, my throat. Okay, I'm going to finish it. You got it, you got it. And now his dad, Pa. <laughs> Take it away, Pa. All right. No time to die. Simon Hayes, Oliver Darney, James Harrison, Paul Massey, and Mark Taylor. Power of the Dog, Richard Flynn, Robert McKenzie, that's our name right there, I like that. And Tara Webb. Finally, and last but not least, West Side Story. Todd A. Martin, Gary Rydstrom, Brian Chumney, Andy Nelson, and Sean Murphy. Now, there's a real name, Sean Murphy. Okay, uh, so just so you, in case you didn't understand oh, thanks, that. Thanks for stopping by. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you didn't hear any of that, it's Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, or West Side Story. <laughs> um, All right, uh, I mean... Sound is always a fucking crapshoot because they, I mean, it doesn't, you can always tell by the nominees too, is it always surprises me that they never put anything in here to get like a virtue signal out of the way, but they they never do with sound. Um, I mean, I think it'll probably just go to God. It's so hard to tell. Okay, so keeping this brief, it's hard to tell if somehow things have gone so topsy-turvy in this world that Belfast is going to shock and take something big. Going to take Best Picture or Best Director, which would be obviously just unreal And now that you've seen the movie. But part of me wonders, because I was thinking back to the Green Book. Oh, Okay. Well, shit like that, like truly, like truly unreal Oscar moments, where like the majority of people who watch movies were straight up floored, you know. And I'm and I'm wondering if that's a possibility this year because that informs categories like sound. So I'm honestly not sure where I stand on that. So I think I don't think West Side Story. Ugh, fuck. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go West Side Story. Belfast, maybe, if it doesn't win a big one. Mm. Well, that's interesting. 
I think yeah. could be one of those years. Yeah, it could be. I just could see something like Dune, just because like it's like a lot of sound layering, probably. Yeah, but it, it, historically, it has nothing to do with the actual like craft on display. True. Mm. Belfast, I could see that. Yeah, but I think Belfast only wins this if they're not going to give it something big. Okay, I'm going to lock in West Side Story. Um, I just yeah. think because they have to give it something. Yeah, and it won't. I don't think it'll. It, it won't win big. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's I'm no West justice West. in this world. So yeah, you want to do this one production design? Yeah, let me find it. Well, you're you're looking at different shit than me, man. That's I finally true. found one with all the names, at least. So <laughs> there we go. And I found one. I finally just went to the fucking academy website. Duh. No, oh, there we go. <clears throat> Production design, 2022. The nominees are Dune, Patrice Vermette for production design for set direction. Zuzana oh. Zuzana Sipos. I apologize. I pretty confidently ruined that, but that's a dope name, however you say it. Um, Nightmare Alley, production design. Uh, Tamara Deverell, set direction. Shane Vo, Power of the Dog, production design. Grant Major, set direction. Amber Richards, Tragedy of Macbeth, production design. Stefan DeCant, or DeChant, either way. <laughs> set direction Nancy High or Hay West Side Story production design Adam Stockhausen set direction Brenna D'Angelo what do we see happening here I would go yeah, they like period shit yep um, I instinctually want to say Nightmare Alley or West Side Story okay I mean West Side Story to me is the, truly the most cool. production design but yeah. Good. Yeah. But I think they got to do something with Nightmare Alley. As I was going to say, they got to, since Del Toro won for Shape of Water, I think we're going to see a return. Otherwise, I would say it would be Tragedy of Macbeth, just because that is a perfect make everyone feel smart, even though I'll tell you how I fucking feel about that movie when we get there. But it's a make everyone feel smart Shakespeare, and we haven't had one in a while. Um, so that's the very close runner up, but I think Nightmare Alley too, because Del Toro is a, it's a friend of the Academy moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and that, yeah, that's one of the things that didn't suck about them. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be production design for Nightmare Alley. Yep. Cool. Okay. Uh, my favorite category, makeup and hairstyling. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> amazing first one here coming to america oh yeah i was that made me happy whoever yeah. got that through yeah mike marina stacy morris and carla farmer i'm gonna give a shout out i assume that was uh uh the the one of the realest dudes in the world larry karaszewski who's a uh, head of this shit at this point um but you know i'm gonna assume he got that in there because that's a that's a larry boat yeah that's that's (laughs) that's pretty cool um uh will's favorite yes queen movie cruella nadia stacy naomi dawn and julia vernon oh my mouth is on fire 
Salsa. Um, Dune, Donald Mowat, Love Larson, and Eva Von Barr. The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Linda Dowds, Stephanie Ingram, and Justin Raleigh. House of Gucci, Goran Lundstrom, Anna Karen Locke, and Frederick Asperas. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna go House of Gucci. Cause that's all they had. That's like all that movie was. Yeah, there's a chance for Dune. Okay. Um who do they make up in that? Oh, there's I mean there's lots. There's lots, but it's a uh, fucking oh what's his name? Jesus Christ. Uh Skarsgard. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Which one? Is it Stellan? Stellan's the older one, right? The dad? I think so. Yeah, it's Stellan. Stellan's Car's Garden. Um, his makeup's really dope in that. Um, I mean, Tammy Faye could be a random ass upset, I would say. Mm-hmm. But nah, never mind. It's a I mean, it's a fucking Michael Showalter movie nominated for an Academy Award, which is here we are. Uh yeah, but as, as I said to you earlier, it said, "Who knows what's happening in the world?" Because I liked Showalter's latest movie more than I did Joel Cohen's first solo outing, so nothing makes sense anymore. Anyway, I'll go with Hasaguchi with you. <laughs> do you do we see Cruella at all? There's a there's a chance for like hit points, but re- is it nominated in anything else? Did it get soundtrack or anything? Because that would be the way where they would. I don't get think it. so. I think Cruella just has this. But okay. I think it's I think it's gonna well the Academy does not um no I think I think it's Gucci possible upset for Cruella. Okay, I like that. I'll take those odds. On to international feature film. All right. The nominees for international feature film are Drive My Car from Japan, Flea from Denmark, The Hand of God from Italy. Uh, Lunana Ayak in the Classroom from Bhutan and The Worst Person in the World from Norway. Um, I have seen all of these except for Lunana. Um, How which is I'm pretty, what, sorry? Oh no, what were you going to say? I'm just, I'm pretty excited about that one. I just like the audacity of a movie called A Yak in the Classroom. Yeah, that's a weird... <laughs> um, <laughs> that, what, what did you think of the Sorrentino? I haven't seen it. It just looked like shit. I hate all of this. Okay, good. <laughs> good. I'm never going to watch it then. That's He sucks. Yeah, he does suck. I'm glad we can agree on that. Okay, then I don't know what the fuck Flea is. Oh, you haven't seen Flea? No. Uh, Flea's pretty cool. It's a very fascinating story. Um, I think the execution kind of botched it. It's about a... Uh, about a refugee fleeing essentially um and untangling what really happened and what the story actually is and it's pretty it's pretty interesting again they they botch it ultimately i think um that one definitely has no shot here because it's in best animated and it will win there i think and i do think you'd find it interesting even though that like i said they they botch it because they they try a little too hard ultimately but flea is a super fascinating story but flea won't win here because unless disney just straight up decides to buy it, Flea will win in animated, I think. So okay. Flea is out here. Um, I think we... We're talking about two movies, basically, here. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're talking about two because it's not a yak in the classroom, even though we haven't seen it. And I, again, genuinely, I'm stoked because the just the pitch of like, oh, hey, a movie from Bhutan called a, a yak in the classroom. Yeah, hell yeah, sign me up. I want to find out why and how that yak is in that classroom. I would love to know. Is he a, <laughs> is he a teacher? Is he a benevolent yak? <laughs> right. Is he a yak that stands in for something going on in Bhutan? Yeah, is it a metaphorical yak? Is it secretly like a child's horror movie and he's a malevolent yak? We don't know. Maybe it's not a yak. Maybe it's like a kid laughing in the classroom. <laughs> you know, it's like Larjan. One <laughs> one laugh sets off a chain of tragic events. Wow, that'd be a quite a reveal too. <laughs> okay, so it's definitely between uh worst person in the world and drive my car yeah and let me here let me refresh myself real quick um, i just have i mean it's i don't know i would say drive my car takes it because it's also nominated for best picture i think worst person does because uh, okay no I'm, I'm i'm with you i think drive my car takes it so this confirms your previous thing about worst person in the world for writing original screenplay so i think it will take original screenplay now i'm taking back my don't look up prediction because they had if they if drive my car wasn't in there it would definitely be worst person in the world Mm -hmm. because that's how they think but for sure yeah like they they got a lot of Yes, confusion and hate mail, but the kind of hate mail they liked from uh, putting putting Bong Joon Ho in there, right? right. I think I, that's the main driving thing. I truly think like the idea of getting another Asian film into one of the at least you know included bigger categories, I think, is very enticing. Um, that's what's driving this car here. <laughs> that's right and again you know this i mean this shit's blown up more and more even though i think it's the first movie he made that isn't fucking sick so yeah i like but, it oh i i i don't dislike it at all yeah. i just think it's like to it was just a real i i think it's perverse in a great way but i i think it's interesting that he chose in my opinion the least interesting story in the least interesting book written by murakami by a long shot, I'd say, to adapt into a fleshed out three-hour movie. And I love that experiment. And I think it ultimately went pretty well. But it, it's, it's just, inter- it's, a, it's an interesting choice and it's audacious and I like it. I just don't think it fully stuck yeah. for me. But I still, you know, Drive My Car Drive My Car is a cool-ass movie. I just wish, we talked about it in an earlier episode, I just wish it would have yeah, been Wheel of Fortune Fantasy instead. I agree. That was a much more interesting movie, but it went over the three-hour mark, so it's not. Uh, it's yeah. not. I mean, it's shy cool of a three-hour mark, like drive my car. Yeah, it's cool that a three-hour movie that is largely talking is up and going to win something. So I'm here for it. Or do we think that the fact that they put drive my car into categories is a way to be like, listen, we've looked at Twitter. We understand that the hashtag film Twitter dorks out there are loving it. And we just want to like, make sure that we have acknowledged it 
it's hard to call honestly and i will i will confess i no longer i no longer have my finger on the pulse of all this shit fully so i do not actually know all i get is the distilled version of this kind of stuff um Mm. But I think my guts are telling me that the Academy at large is going to be honest and say like what truly got their rocks off more is worst person and what they still like and want to get the credit for liking is drive my car. So I, I see drive my car winning here. Okay. All right. I'll go with that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's worst person either, but no, I, w- I wouldn't either, but yeah. Okay. All right, on to uh, one of the non-broadcasted uh, uh, awards. Or I guess it gets broadcasted just during the red carpet or something like that. Yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Okay, a very minor part of the construction of a movie, film editing. Don't Look Up, Hank Corwin, Dune, Joe Walker, King Richard, Pamela Martin, Power of the Dog. Peter Skibaris, Sky Sidebaris, Tick Tick Boom, <laughs> Myron Kirstein, and Andrew Wisebloom. Damn, do they probably give it to the only woman here? Do they give it to the woman here, Pamela Martin? Well, I forgot that Don't Look Up was in another. But yeah, but do you think that gets editing though? No, I think I think it's definitely King Richard. Because okay. they got to be King Richard something, and as you said, it's you got to check out a uh, woman box, and also the conversation this year, rightfully so. A lot of conversation has been coming up amongst people who apparently didn't notice up to this point how many widely celebrated prestige pictures are edited by women and always have been. Um, so I think they will. Someone on the staff definitely is keeping up with that. Um, Unless you're Thelma Schoonmaker, who just makes havoc for Marty. That's right. As we had length coverage. <laughs> Thelma, get your act together. Come on. He doesn't want to hear about yellow jackets. No, oh, you nearly ruined Peeping Tom somehow while Michael yeah. was still around. What do you I doing? know. All right. So we think, are we, we, are we in agreement here? We go, it goes to Pamela Martin for King Richard. I'm going to say Power of the Dog. Okay. Because I, I, I think Power of the Dog could have, like, a, a sweep thing. But a boy edited it. Not well, good under, the, here. under the, under the uh, cruel finger <laughs> of a woman. <laughs> the tutelage of a woman who hates the Williams sisters. Oh, who hates the Williams sisters. She was wagging her finger at this guy. <laughs> the picture they used, too, that makes her look like some like crazed film professor was great. She looks like an inbred Brit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, to be, I guess you know what we can lean into it. It's fine. Uh, if she's true, I honestly don't know her history wealth wise. I know she comes from money, but if she truly comes from old money, she has to be inbred in the British Empire. That's what I'm saying. She's it's right? all over her face. Uh, her and Emerald Fennel. <laughs> That's just, these are the hard facts you come to us for. We're not making fun of anyone. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah, not me. I take this very seriously. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yes. Yeah. You know, I will say whatever inbreeding happened to Jane Campion's brain, I'm here for it outside of Bright Star. The only one of her movies that I that I hate. Um, yeah. But uh, whatever happened to Emerald Fennel, y'all need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, to, com- to complete the inbred Brit vibe, rumor <laughs> has it, rumor has it that Best Picture, or one of the main categories, will in fact be presented by Harry, Prince Harry, and Meghan Merkel. Mark Markle. Wait, that's real? That is rumored to be absolutely real. Harry's like, all right, it's mate. Mom's Harry. <laughs> I don't bothered some boys in prep school. I wish everyone could see the face you made. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, you look like all the mean kids in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I look like the lady in Firewalk with me who does that dance. And he's like, my sister, my mother's <laughs> sister's girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. Yep. Where are we at time right now? Do we have a time counter? No, it doesn't tell us what we're doing. The fuck? It's a lot. We're we're just, we just hit halfway. Okay. Cool. All right, uh, guys, uh, as has happened in the past, um, Christian Bale came in too drunk and is getting tossed from the fucking Oscars. And unfortunately, we rode in the same limo, so we got to go deal with that. We'll be back shortly. I also shit myself. Pretty good. All right. We'll be back soon as an expert.